welcome to our podcast of two fish and five loaves. We pray for edification, we pray for understanding, and we pray for a relationship in you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hello, this is Reverend David Owens, and I want to welcome you to our podcast of five, two, five Fish and Two Loaves. These brothers today have me excited. I want to introduce you to my brother Albert, who has been with me before, the right pastor, Bob Oliver of New Covenant Church of Philadelphia, my good friend and golf buddy. He, 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 he's my partner, Albert. You know, go, go ministers. <laughs> and we're here to talk to Reverend Lewis Gregory, a mighty man of God. And um, I want you to understand that our conversations today are to reflect how Jesus has affected our lives and our testimony about what he's done for us because people need to hear that. People need to hear that, you know, good times are not always good for those who follow Jesus Christ. Sometimes we go through down settings of testimony, uh, trials, so that we can have a testimony. And my brother has a great testimony today. Lewis, how are you doing today? I'm blessed of the Lord. Oh, it's good to see you. I, I know that you were a man of God, a believer in Jesus Christ. So tell us a little about your, the history of your faith walk with Christ. I was uh, born again in 1976, upon coming out of the service. Mm-hmm. Um, God uh, arrested me because I had other plans for my life. But God intercepted those plans and uh, showed me his need, my need for him. And from that day forward, I gave my life to the Lord in August of 1976. And I've been walking with God ever since. Hmm. That's, that's great. That's great. Um, as far as I, I know that we have always talked about your relationship with Christ and how he is, is he's taken you through a lot of your trials and your tribulations. Um, okay. Right now, um, you happen to be going through some down settings with your health right now. Yeah. Um, tell me how that has kind of focused you on on your walk with Christ? Well, this is a two-part story. Around about 2012, I uh, first had my feet, toes, right toes amputated because I caught an infection and gangrene set in. Mm. And uh, The, uh, made the decision to cut them off. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in Caring Heart Nursing Home on Germantown Avenue mm-hmm. uh, for some time. 
And one day, I was sitting on the side of the bed, and the Holy Spirit, I said to the Holy Spirit, God, I've been walking with you for 38 years, and I don't know you. Now, that didn't mean I didn't, I wasn't saved. I am saved and mm-hmm. was saved. But I don't have the reason to trust God because mm-hmm. I did everything in my own strength. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I said, all right, Lord, I don't know you. And there's a scripture that said Israel was acquainted with my actions, but Moses knew my ways. That's right. That's right. Moses knew what That's moved right. God. Yes, mm. yes. And the people on the periphery was looking at the action of God. Mm. And that's what God started to send me into a time of revealing to me him. Mm-hmm. Now, fast, fast forward to one day I'm talking to you as plainer than I'm trying to talk now. Mm-hmm. The next day, no, I was no. I was at home. Chained a hinge on the door, and I dropped the screwdriver. And I picked it up. I dropped it again. I picked it up. So I said to my ex-wife, that explanation will come out later. Um, You better take me to the hospital. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I knew something was going on, Mm -hmm. but she took me and I told them I think I'm having a stroke. Mm. And sure enough, Mm. one day I'm talking, the next day I'm paralyzed on the right side. Mm. Mm. I couldn't talk. But God has a plan. Yes. Mm. And um, I'm learning now to walk with God. And no matter how difficult it is, you win mm-hmm. still. And I, I come to the point now, I, when I had another stroke, the bleeding on my brain, I, I didn't know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. And then for a week, I start to feel sorry for myself. Mm -hmm. God, I serve you. As best I know how, all these years. Mm -hmm. Now, why do you let me have a stroke? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I accepted the fact that I had to learn how to minister all over again. Because I had no toes, and I couldn't preach 
Now, you know when you're a preacher, <laughs> yes, you don't that's right. stand in one place. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Unless you ain't got no anointing. That's right, that's right, that's you know, right. So <laughs> I, had to, I tried to compensate for that. And the Lord said something to me I'll never forget. Uh, he said, you might be diminished, but my anointing yes. is not. Come on, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Come on. Brother, mm-hmm. So uh, one of the brothers invited me to another minister at the Mercy Nursing Home mm-hmm. and sent me in a chair. That anointing came through. <laughs> yes. And the fire of God came through. Yes. I said, oh, yeah, all right, Lord, I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, you are not diminished. Yeah. And I, so I was telling Deacon Blackstop, I wouldn't trade where I am because mm-hmm. it took me a week to accept the fact that I had a stroke. Mm-hmm. I was angry. I was disgusted with God. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm being real with you. That's what we want. I I'm, I was disgusted with him. And then I said, all right, Lord, I promise you one thing. I will work as hard as I can Mm -hmm. to get back what I lost. The rest is on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I left it like that. Mm -hmm. And if I had to do over again, I wouldn't change a thing. For two weeks to a year period, I had 14 operations, 14 surgical procedures mm-hmm. where they cut on my body. Mm-hmm. And God brought me through that. Mm-hmm. So I know yes. he's going to bring me through this. Yes. And I started praying, all right, God, why am I here? It's not for you just to heal me. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. And one day the preacher that was supposed to come didn't come. <laughs> and so uh, the lady that was in charge said, we we're, were going to take some testimonies. I'm sitting in the back mind of my business. Come and tell me that, tell my story. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody should have told him. They give you a glass of water. They give you a glass of water. So I t- gave my testimony. I showed him what it is to have a relationship with the Lord. Come on, man. Based on my testimony. Yes. Then I gave my opportunity to receive the Lord I'm talking about. Go ahead, about. man. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. And I. I say that now, I say, God, I wouldn't change anything you're doing because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have a faith that's anchored in Christ mm-hmm. that I'm going to walk in being. God gave me dunamis power. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's more than dynamite power. Mm-hmm. It's more than that. Mm-hmm. It's the very creative power of Christ. Yes. 
I can speak to my body, hmm. and it has to obey my voice, not the voice of Jesus. He has to obey my voice. Hmm. That is the revelation God is showing me now. Hmm. It's more than um, what somebody else says. Mm-hmm. What I read in Scripture, mm-hmm. what I speak to this body in the name of Jesus, yes. Yes. it has to obey yes. my voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I know mm-hmm. I will walk again yes. when God is finished with me here. I see you. Mm. Yes, sir. When I touch the people here. Yes, sir. He wants them to touch. Mm-hmm. And Paul gives us a good example of that. Many places he went. He said, I must appeal to Caesar. Mm-hmm. I must go to Rome. Yes. You see, I, <clears throat> God couldn't deliver me, but I must go to Rome. Because mm-hmm. many people he has there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that have not heard the name of Christ. Yes. And I found out it's a privilege. You in God's corner. Yes. You in God's in crowd. When He can trust you through a trial mm-hmm. to reach His people. Mm-hmm. Everybody <clears throat> had that privilege. Mm-hmm. I counted a privilege. Yes, sir. To have God choose me. Yes. To suffer mm-hmm. that I might change the people for His kingdom. Yes. Yes, you know, I, 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 I'm so, I'm so impacted. I know the other brothers are impacted too, but I'm, I'm just hearing, get out of the way and let God. Mm-hmm. It's just we need to get out of the way. Yeah, we're just not. We, we sometimes we get so high and mighty about mm-hmm. ourselves, about mm-hmm. our own and self importance, but it's mm-hmm. not us. It's but it's Christ in us. Yeah, and the Bible says Christ in you, the hope for glory. Yeah, I, I just see that all over you that you're yeah. going through that, and and um. Sometimes, and um, I call this going through a crisis of faith. Mm-hmm. And my crisis of faith for me was the death of my brother, my younger wow. brother. Yes. And yeah. I used to, when it was when I was a young minister, I used to go over his house every day, lay my hands and pray on him, you know, mm-hmm. to do this, everything that the Lord mm-hmm. said. Where else the, the Bible says, you lay on him and I know he's going to become mm-hmm. well. And I know he's going to rise up. I can see it. I can see him dancing before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And they called me one morning right after men's prayer and um, said that uh, he, he, was, he had died. So yeah, I, 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 I know what you went through. Yeah, I mean, I, I go over to the house and say, Lord, I did everything I was supposed mm-hmm. to. I, 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 did, I did column A, I did column B, I did column C, and he still died. But healed him. And I, and I, was, I, was, I was just, and you know, you're right. And I was driving up the boulevard, getting my father to bring him, on, bring him over to my brother's house where to show him what he did. And I'm saying, God, why, God, why, God, why, God? And God talked to me and he said, if you're not going to believe me, who are you going to believe? Mm-hmm. And that was my answer to prayer. And now he's giving me, he's give, now he's giving me more brothers than I can take. You know, I got these two brothers right here. Yeah. I got another short brother out there, crazy <laughs> madman, <laughs> named, named John Mackey. But I got other brothers. I got, he's giving me, he's surrounded me with men yeah. who have been brothers to me. Yeah. 
So God is for so He's filled. Up. I, I'll they'll never fill up the place of my brother, mm-hmm. but He's given me brothers to help me, and to, to have all the act, all the all attributes of my brother. So you're right. That's God mm-hmm. can sustain you, and I see it all yeah. over you. Yeah. And um, I want to give my other brothers the opportunity to talk and ask you some questions and engage with you. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> rather than ask a question, I want to say something that I hope encourages you because you encouraged me so much. Okay. I remember when I came up to Temple to see you on a Tuesday, and then I got word on Wednesday that uh, you were unable to talk. I said, that can't be true. I saw <laughs> and then And then I came here, and we fellowship together and I sense that your faith has never wavered mm-hmm. regardless of what you've been through yeah and you said something that is a revelation that most of us don't get this topic is about two fish and five loaves mm-hmm. and you said I know now that I can command my body not Jesus I can mm-hmm. and it has to obey the disciples when he when he did the miracle of the mm-hmm. two fish and five mm-hmm. loaves he had them participate in the miracle. Yes. They handed out the food. Yes. But they thought it was just him. Mm-hmm. What he was trying to teach them is you have a part I in this. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. after they mm. left, he told them to get in a mm. boat and go to the other side. Mm. Yes. He went up to pray. He saw mm. them straining. Mm. And in Luke 6 and 52, it says, for they had not understood about the loaves mm-hmm. because their heart was hard. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. sense... Brother Preacher, that you understand that it's your role to participate in the miracle. That's the reason he had them give out the... And they didn't realize. They were unconscious because their heart is hard. And so I'm so encouraged hearing that you've received that revelation from God. And I can't wait to see you get up. Continue to command your body and it's got to obey. But yeah. there are things that God has for you right here. Mm-hmm. And when that is done, you're going to walk up out of here. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes. I have that vision in my heart. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. Wow. Wow. When I came up to visit you, uh, the word that uh, Pastor Oliver asked me to come to visit you, mm-hmm. and, and I texted him that evening, and, and the only word I could think of is transformation. Mm-hmm. Because I was just, I know Lewis Gregory, but this is a new mm-hmm. Lewis Gregory. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know if you could speak to brothers who are trying to pursue their purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, is there, because it's something about a living faith, mm. and I believe you are a living faith because it requires, when, when there's suffering involved, and we're trying to look at the facts, and then we're trying to look at faith, you know, what would you say to a brother as he's trying to find his place in Christ, in the body life of Christ? Uh one of the things that is sustaining me um, is that many are the afflictions mm. of the righteous. righteous. Yes. But the Lord delivers them 
out of them all. That's right. All of them. All of them. That's it. And when you find yourself in that trial, first of all, God considers you righteous. And it's a privilege He bestows on them. Yes. Who are the righteous. Yes. The, and the, further, the righteousness of God in Christ. Um, and he delivers you out of all the difficulty, the, the trial that you might go through. But you can't shy away from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many uh, uh, men and women don't find the peace that God offers you from going through because we're afraid of the trial. And we don't understand it is a trial that shows us his love, his peace, and his joy, we don't understand that. Hmm. And so we resist that. And God is trying to say to us, if you just work with me Mm -hmm. and follow me, I'll do you good and not evil. Hmm. And I have come to learn now as I'm going through the various things I'm going through and have been through God is with me he is for me and if God be for me yes mm-hmm. yes who, who can, can be, be against, against? yes come on come on, come on brother Amen. And scripture now is starting to come alive. Mm-hmm. I I didn't bring my Bible with me because I wanted God to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And every night I come and go to sleep with a word from the Lord in my heart. One night I'm battling anxiety. And he says, I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, Mm -hmm. but power and love and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So Satan, you come at me, Mm -hmm. but you will never win Mm -hmm. because I have authority over you. And see, this word is coming alive in my heart. And when I preach it and then I, uh, again, you talking about an anointing and the release of God's power, I feel in the spirit that I'm giving birth to a healing ministry. Come on. Hallelujah. See, mm. supernatural. Mm. You don't go through this just to go through it. Mm. God got purpose. Yes. Whatever we go through, if we go through it, um, 
I don't mean to get loud. Go ahead, man. No, no. You're supposed to get. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. But Go ahead. God's got purpose. Yes. Yeah. If we come through the underside. Yes. But you got to go through mm-hmm. to the other side. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. yes. And we know that all things yes. work, work together, together. Yes. for the good of them who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. That's your purpose to preach. That's why you preach it now. You're saying when I preach, you already preach It's in you. It's in your bones. That's your purpose. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. That I will accept the challenge. Mm-hmm. They have put before me. Yes. It's, 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 yes, it's powerful. It's powerful. You don't it's have powerful. your Bible with you, but you you're a living epistle. It's in you. It's yes. in you. It's written it's on written your on the heart. Tables of your written heart. on your heart. Amen. But usually I ask, at this time I ask people to go back, mm-hmm. to go back to that point where that event that turned them to Christ. And you've been talking about these secondary events, but I want to talk about your first event, your primary event that made you decide that you're going to follow Jesus, whether it happened whether you were a little boy or whether you were a teenager. Just talk about, talk about the surroundings of that event and, okay. and, and the occurrences. I was uh, 21, um, and I had just gotten out of the military army. And uh, a friend of mine, who was a militant like I was, mm-hmm. we were planning in our minds a revolution. <laughs> Tulu, knucklehead, from <laughs> North Philadelphia. <laughs> planning an old big revolution. And uh, so uh, he was on. Thorzing is a powerful narcotic to level him off because he was out there. Right. I don't know except the the grace of God that didn't let me become bad as he was. Mm -hmm. God has been favoring my life all along. And I didn't see it. I didn't know it. But anyhow, um, my mother had a vision of me. And she said, I went up into the sky, and my feet was like brownest brass. Hmm. And she told me that vision three weeks later. I'm at my job. I'm working overtime. I was working at 1528 Walnut Street for United Engineers. Mm, I knew that, yeah. And uh, there was uh, a revival going on at my church. Now, just prior to this, I started reading the Book of Acts. Now I say the book of life. I'm talking about the old, the whole book. Mm. 
I started reading Luke, the whole book. Mm -hmm. And so I went to church wanting the Holy Ghost. Yes. Because I saw the power mm. of that in the scripture. But I didn't know I needed to be saved. Mm. I missed that part. <laughs> it's, wait, 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 wait. It's a, it's a lot of people missed their part. It's, uh, Maybe you should have read John too. <laughs> <laughs> so one night I'm walking, and I walked from there to Broaden Poplar, mm -hmm. the, from the job to Broaden Poplar. Um, and I think it was a Thursday night, and um, several of my family was there, I want to say most of them, and I didn't tell anybody I was going that night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sat in this, you know you, and... Um, the evangelist said, as it was preaching for a while, the souls that God wants to save me. And if I wasn't the first one that raised my hand, I was the second. Mm. And when I went out, gave my heart to the Lord, one of the elders came and laid his hands on me. And God said to him, when you lay your hands on him, oh God, I'm just so told him God said, I'm gonna fill him with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Mm. Oh God, <laughs> I got it all that night. Mm. I went home, I had a bottle of Papa Pink and a Cool 100. Mm -hmm. I smoked half of the Cool 100. I looked at it. I said, God, you don't want me to do this anymore. Mm. That was 42 years ago. Mm. I haven't had a craving for it. Mm. 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 I haven't had craving for a type of pink or any other kind of pink. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> God saved me. Mm. Mm. The New Testament became my friend. Yes. Sometime I would study the words for 14, 15 hours. Uninterrupted. Mm. 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 All the Old Testament. Don't ask me why. One day I was studying. I saw a vision of a book. A book. Two days later, I saw a man come into the box selling the book called Patriarchs and Prophets. The exact same book I saw in the vision. Mm -hmm. God was filling me with the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. It was probably two years before I really started studying the New Testament. Mm -hmm. So my background has been in the Old Testament. 
but that's how I became a Christian. Mm. Mm. And aside from the challenges that all of us have, yes, I've been faithful to Christ. Yes, and my walk. Mm. Mm. And as I said, I wouldn't change my life. Yes, nor the road that it's taken me mm. Mm. for anything. Mm. Now I I. I I, I I hear a lot of humility, and I know what brother, brother brothers, the other brothers hear that too, and I know Albert is particularly involved with men's ministry at um, New Covenant, and I know humility is what he's trying to instill <laughs> in the brothers, so they can let God come and do some work in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think what is what would be your advice about trying to instill humility in in the brothers today? I don't think I could instill that. I can be an example of that. But the first thing is the brothers had to recognize their need for humility in their life. Mm. If you brought around with a sense of false pride, mm. pseudo humility, mm-hmm. um, then you're going to miss God. And He can't work in you. Mm-hmm. Humility is something that has to be worked in you. And if you allow God, to work in your life, I believe earnestly starts with humility. He said, a broken and a contrite spirit, the Lord God will not despise. God has to break us of pride. Just the proud, your grace that was my problem, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it. Mm-hmm. That I was proud, but it was a false pride. Mm-hmm. And about begin to allow him to work in me, he broke me. Now he's doing it where everybody can see him mm-hmm. breaking me. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you the joy mm-hmm. of the Lord, mm-hmm. it is my strength. Yes, Amen. Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. And the joy comes from Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Lord. Strengthen Him with might in His inner man. Lord, we thank you for everything that you're doing with your servant. We thank you for the supernatural healing ministry 
that is coming out of him even now. Yes, Lord. Thank you for the joy that strengthens him. Thank you for the joy that is full of glory, full of glory. Thank you for your glory that's all around him, yes, that's Lord. all over him, that is coming through him. Yes. I pray that every soul that you want to touch in this place would be touched mm -hmm. because of your touch upon him. Yes. It is so, and so it is. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, some of my greatest memories um, when I was in the worship service at New Covenant was looking over in the corner and watching this brother walk. He was shot. Brother, shot. He looked at, he would walk in. He was ready to say, if, if you weren't ready to preach, he going to jump up there and preach. The brother, the brother was just ready. So I was excited. I always said, what's this? He came in with pinstripes and with the shoes, man. You, 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 you were not only wearing on the outside, you were wearing on the inside, too, right? So you, 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 were, you were really looking good, my brother. I, it, it was always good to see you up there. And I listened to you preach a couple of times, and I was kind of excited to hear you. You, you, you bought the word. Um, I, I think that, that God is, is doing a great thing. I, I, and I, I see it. I know the other brothers see it, too, that God is doing something with you, that he's taking you through this shift. And it's mm -hmm. not just, you know, business as usual. We all get up on Sunday, preach, mm -hmm. and then go home and, and carry on. But he's doing something for you that's going to change you every day for 24-7. That mm -hmm. You're not just going to be looking at church the same. When, when, when everybody walks out of the doors of the church on Sunday, you're going to be looking for the next worship service and okay. the next worship service and the next yeah. worship service. Because you in, you're right now giving him worship for what he's done for you. Even though you're going through this, this experience, the same kind of experience that, that Jacob went through when, when, you know, he was wrestling with God. And he says, hey, I won't let you go until you bless me. Mm -hmm. And God blesses him by giving him a limp. Mm -hmm. But see, that limp was to slow him down mm -hmm. so that he could realize that he was being blessed by God. Praise God. Mm -hmm. And because of that... He blessed the whole nation. Because of you, he's blessing the whole nation. Yes, yes. I really believe that. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I know it's just been great. It's been great. Um, but we, we do have to start to close, wind it down. So I'm going to put you up on that pulpit. I'm going to put you in those beautiful clothes I used to see you on Sunday. And I want you to give your closing argument for people coming to Christ. Mm. For anyone that has not, not come to the realization of their need for Jesus Christ as Lord of their life, I challenge you to examine Jesus and you see that he is authentic. He is forever God. Mm -hmm. He is the living word of God. And for you, he came down through 
42 generations mm. and died on a rugged cross. Yes. For your sins and mine. Mm -hmm. The scripture says all have sinned. Right. That means you, me, mm -hmm. every human being in the world has sinned and gotten short of the, the glory, glory of God. God. Yes. But God so loved the world mm. that if you were the only person in it, mm. Jesus would have still mm. come down and given him life for you. Mm. That's how much he loves you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all you need to do is recognize that fact. Yes. Lord, I am a sinner, and I believe you died for my sins. Come into my heart. I give you my life. I don't know how to live this life. Mm -hmm. But if you'll teach me, I will follow you mm -hmm. for the rest of my life. Yes. Yes. Anybody that has this confession, mm -hmm. come to the altar and meet this living Savior mm -hmm. and give him your life in exchange for his eternal life. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 I'm gonna ask Pastor Bob if he has any closing remarks. That was a powerful evangelistic message. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a summation. It wasn't just a closing argument. That was a phenomenally powerful evangelistic call. And so I thank God for the grace that is on your life. Mm -hmm. He created you to be what you are, a preacher. And I'm so glad to hear the mm -hmm. ministry that God has given to you, this supernatural mm -hmm. healing ministry, which is so much needed. The devil is buffeting people about mm -hmm. And I, I love Acts 10 and 38, mm. your favorite book. It says oh that Jesus went about yes, healing all those who were oppressed by the devil. Mm. And so I, I see God delivering many from oppression mm. because of the anointing that is on your life. Mm. I thank God for the grace that is upon your life, mm. Reverend Lewis Gregory. Yes, yes. I want to thank <clears throat> I want to thank my guests today, my brother Albert Blackstock, my brother Pastor Bob Oliver, and my preacher, <laughs> new preacher, Thank Reverend you. Lewis yeah. Gregory. I would like to, just like I told Albert, I would love to give you all gifts, but all I can do is I can give what I said. I just give you my Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Remember, people, God bless you, and Jesus is Lord. Have yes. a great day. Thank you. Hallelujah.
thank you for listening. Our prayer is that you return and listen to our additional episodes. God bless you. Have a great day.